nearly four decades later, and they're still talking to each other. Stay a minute for observations, <laughs> reviews, ranting, and maybe a couple guests. It'll be energy. It's commentary you didn't ask for, no. and a podcast you don't need. Please, no. This is Absolute BS with Brad and Steve. Honor Construction is a veteran-owned commercial construction company based in Grand Rapids and serving the state of Michigan, specializing in small to mid-sized projects with a SWAT team approach, Honor Delivers. They pride themselves on attention to detail, customer advocacy, and creative solutions. So next time you have a restaurant, office space, or warehouse that needs renovation or construction, Reach out to Honor Construction at honorpm.com. Do business with honor. Welcome to another edition of Absolute BS with Brad and Steve, the podcast that strives to uncover real stories, real perspectives, and takes a look behind the curtain of our friends and Grand Rapids celebrities we all adore. You'll be surprised at some of the things they say. If you like what you hear, give us a review on iTunes, Facebook, or other social media you use, and please share with your friends. Stick around as we talk to Laura Traxler and listen to all of her BS. Well, hey, welcome back to Absolute BS um, with Brad and Steve. I am Steve. And my name is Brad Lackman, and, and we've, we've had a little bit of a hiatus, actually, the last I, couple of weeks. I we feel rushed like a bunch I, out. I haven't been here in a long time. No, I know, but now you're back, and it's Valentine's Day. It's a day Feeling of sweet comfy. love. That's right. Speaking of love, we have a great guest. She is in the membership business. What kind of membership business, Brad? The ones where we need a lot of members and they... they, they she. That's a really dumbass description. Yep, that's Why don't we have her talk about it. it herself here? We have in their studio with us today, Laura Traxler. Yes. And first of all, I want to say your name sounds like a bad 80s cop. Ooh. Like I'm Detective Laura that's exactly Traxler, what I and I'm chasing down a science fiction robot killer or something. From Is this another movie. Traxler case? Yeah, it's yeah. Some, something like that. But. On you, it works well. So, hey, Laura, hey, what thanks for coming K? on down here. What's the K? The Laura K. Oh, Traxler? Kathleen, my middle name, after my grandmother. That's way too formal for such a funny person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn so, it. damn it! Let's switch it up. So, all kidding aside, we do have we have Laura Laura Traxler here in yes. with us today, and Laura is the director of membership at the Grand Rapids Chamber of Commerce. Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting institution. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is? Yeah. So, my role is to engage our current members and make sure that they're getting all the resources and connections in the community that they need so anything related to their business so pencils and pens and that binders. I, if they need a guy about for pencils and pens if that's my a, job did yeah you say binders yeah um, like you know three trap, ring? trapper keeper trapper keepers. Ring stuff like that that's i can totally see a lot of starting too. up businesses needing those things so yeah so um i manage the membership team there's five of us now out meeting with our members and then bringing in new uh, membership. You're doing the recruiting as yeah. much as the keeping yes. happy the yeah. existing. Okay. What is the hardest part, like most uncomfortable part of that job? Um, you can call out somebody's name too. It's like, you know, Bob Smith over at blah, he's a pain in the ass. Let's see. Hmm. Most uncomfortable. Well, yeah, and just like general because you have to probably go out. And- I think, honestly, for me, the chamber business came pretty easily mm-hmm. at this is kind of funny it's like it seems nerdy when i say it out loud <laughs> at like 19 i started uh going to my local chamber of commerce oh and, my gosh. and recruiting clients you were for that, my salon it yeah i you I, were that person yeah i was totally that person 
and it came super easy to me. So now my the hardest part of my job is trying to get people to understand that it works and that the more you're trying to be engaged in your community, the more you're going to get out of it. Mm. Um, so some people, that's really foreign and uncomfortable for them. And it's uncomfortable for me to see that that's not how their brain works. So that's also the f- most fulfilling thing about my job mm. is that when somebody gets something, um, like we have so many stories of um, businesses that have gr- I've, I've helped watch them grow. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, hello, promo is, is an easy one that comes to Those mind. Those two crack me up. Yes. Yeah, Alex Benda and his wife. Aren't they making Kayla? us those pins? Kayla, they're making us pins. Oh my goodness! Is it for... Kayla? Kayla, yeah. I'm so glad I said that right. So that that's super fulfilling for me because they came to town and they were like not really jazzed about the chamber. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, seriously, I'll I promise we'll find one person that will buy something from you. I promise. <laughs> I promise. And that was Omar. I will. Stick <laughs> yes, my... and it was like okay. yes, actually. I stake the Grand... my job on it. <laughs> yes. The Grand Rapids Chamber was one of them. Yeah. That's right. Um it, so our our memberships with the chamber maybe before you got there before your team was in place where they become a member just to become a member and they didn't use any of the services that come with that. That was yeah. uh Steve Steckity. Steve is raising his hand uh, for all the visual media. I did people. that for a while. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that is what we're trying to fix. We yeah. want you to have Laura calling you frequently saying, hey, Steve, anything else you need? Do we? Can can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you at least want somebody to say, is there anything I can help you with? It's a oh, little early okay. for yeah. Laura to be speaking in third person, but she went all yeah. the way there. I think I do that a lot. Oh. It's kind of... Does yeah. Laura think you do that a lot? Uh, Laura will call you and she'll say, hey, Steve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when I'm giving an, an example, I think I do that a lot. I Should should I stop? I'll stop. I, I don't, know, I don't know that Laura needs it you to cool. stop. It wasn't cool. So you had mentioned that uh, when you were 19 years old, you were kind of a dork, right? And you went to the chamber then. Not, I mean, yeah. that's just weird. Self-proclaimed. When yeah. you were getting your salon up and running. Now. Yeah. Bo Ricks is that the salon? Bo Ricks. Bo Ricks. Is yeah. that the? Is that? Yeah. Yes. That's where you, and they it's had a, that catchy commercial. Oh. Do you remember that TV commercial? I don't remember those. Oh goodness. Okay, so I think we're old. It was. It's a Regis corporate salon. Mm-hmm. So Regis ended up buying them. And like Regis Philbin. Regis. Mm-hmm. That's no, the exact Regis. No. Yes. Regis Corporation. Yeah. But yes, I started my career as a hairstylist. Uh, quickly moved up in the in the ranks over there, and they gave me my own salon that I had to find clients. Were you like a hair esthetician or like a, yeah. a beautification agent or whatever kind thing. of? I like yeah, I like all right. the yes, it is a skin thing. I like yeah. all those names. A hair engineer. I like hair beautification agent. Yes, beautification a agent. Laura Traxler. That was me. Follicle specialist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Traxler. Uh, anyway, I don't know. You could have Traxlers as your new your new salon. If you go back to your roots <laughs> and start Traxlers. And we're done. Heck yes. Thank you, Laura. Yeah. Have a wonderful uh, Yeah, it's been nice. <laughs> so uh, how does one become a development person yeah. from a stylist? That seems like a big leap. Yeah. So, you know, when I look, when I think back, well, I. <laughs> when Laura thinks back. When Laura, if Laura were going to tell you, here's what she would say. You know, people are going to come up to you now and expect you to speak in third person. Yes. I didn't realize. I think I do that a lot, though, when I'm telling, giving examples. So Mm -hmm. 
That was good feedback. Anyway. It's learning. Um, You're learning. Yeah. So I I think I've always had a, a... I mean, hairstylists are salespeople. You don't realize it when you're sitting in their chair, but they're recommending products. They're upselling you. And I was in college through my time at the salon. So I knew I was going to eventually move out of that role in my... at the Because Regis Corporation was kind of grooming me to management. And so when I was like, this, it's time for something new, I stepped into a business development role for Northwood University. Of course. I'm an alumnus of them. Brad's yeah. aware. Nice. So yeah, I just kind of built off of it from there. And Timberwolves. Then, yeah, Timberwolves. Pack Pride. Pack Pride. Brad knows. Back, Brad knows. I don't even know what I'm Sports. saying. Sports. That's awesome. Sports. Yeah. So... <laughs> I guess, yeah, it came easy. It was a progression. Okay. Yeah. All right. And you also have, uh, you also went to the DeVos School of Management, huh? Mm-hmm. And you have an MBA. Yes. That is awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So, Laura, I've been stalking you on Facebook for as long oh as I think gosh. I've known you. That's comfortable. And, oh, um, I'm so nervous to see Well, you're a very active, you're an active gal. And, oh, you know, yeah. I see you jumping out of planes, you jog a lot, and you're into improv. What are you running from? I mean, if you're jumping on a plane, you got a death wish. If you're in improv, you're hiding pain through comedy. And if you're running, you're running from something. What are you running from, Laura? I think she's running to the stage to be the next stand-up comedian of Grammy. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. No? I think... What is Laura I think I just have so much energy I need to burn off. That's what Mm -hmm. the running thing's about. No, I I appreciate that. I think... I mean, philosophically, what are you running from? Oh, you you actually... I'm running from pie. Pie? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, no, you are active. That is pretty cool. So you do jog. Yeah. I know you do uh, quite a bit. You do a lot of races and and jumping out of planes. You have jumped things. out of a plane. I just yeah. saw. Why did top. you do that? That is one of the coolest. I'm be very judgy. Yeah. Why did you do that? Why? Why wouldn't I? Come on. That's one of the coolest things my job has brought me. So the U.S. Army. I like to say Army. Army's mm-hmm. a member. Army is a member. Like just off uh, the Arrested of Development. Army. If you're a Arrested Development <laughs> fan. And that's the like, best wing of the military, right? The Army. Oh, geez. I'm not going to go yeah. down that route. Don't do it. No, I'm not going to do it. I'll come not, across not this table. <laughs> no, no, no. I will come over there. No, no, no. I kept saying I got to go jump on a plane with Army. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that's the one of the coolest things that opportunity that got, I've gotten out of my job. They just said we need a couple people to, to volunteer and jump <laughs> out of a plane. So we there was a senator there, um, other uh, chamber people. I never understood the wanting of that. Uh, I, I've always wanted to do it on just two chicken shit. So really, yeah, yep. And now, oh, God, I know at my age, with a child on this earth that I have to take care of, it makes it even less enticing to even dare it. Even though I know it's and I know it's that. more dangerous, like driving a car, than jumping out of an mm-hmm. airplane. Yeah. From statistically, but it seems why, why tempt fate? You know, why do that? Well, I don't know. I think it's especially safe with the Golden Knights because they're the armies the trained armies. Mm. people. Right. professionals. Cool. Well, I want to actually move on to the last thing that you do because this is something Let's I think Brad it. and I share uh, a lot, mm-hmm. actually. I, mm-hmm. I did this in Second City in Chicago for a few years. Mm-hmm. I went to theater school. Uh, improv. That mm-hmm. is something I know you've kind of taken a yeah. shine to in the last year or so, yeah. maybe, right? Mm-hmm. You see up there. What brought you to that? Why is it awesome? And just tell us a little bit about those experiences because... Yeah, it's something that I've always wanted to do, and I've looked into it. And in Grand Rapids, before the Comedy Project opened, there, it, like, I don't know. There Plug away, no I like to. Do it, really. Yeah, for yeah. normal people, there's not a, unless you're in college, I guess. Um, so when the Comedy Project started offering these, I was like, 
I got to try it. And this is the comedy project across from Long Road on Leonard, right? Yes, behind yeah. Two Scots. Yeah, behind Two it's Scots. It's Joe Anderson and Ben Wilk. Wilk. Yeah, their, their baby. Yeah, and awesome people. They dedicate a lot of time and energy to it. Joe has been doing this forever. Um, and so I was so excited to give it a try. It's a lot harder than what I originally thought. I thought I was just going to get to be funny all the time and make <laughs> stupid jokes. And Joe has told me multiple times, like, Laura, I really need you to try to not, like, make a punchline right here. Like, really? You're, you're really just... <laughs> yeah. Every, yeah. Interesting. Really Thank you for that stop. feedback. Yeah. I appreciate that. Just calm down. Just calm down. And so, um, but it's it's been awesome. And it's been like moments like this before I would um, think of all these things that I would want to prepare to say and mm -hmm. feel like I need to get myself to a point where I have bullet points of things I, I know I want to say while I'm talking with you guys. And um, now it's just, I trust myself to be able to pull from past experiences and go off the cuff and well because it is a technique it's a learn i mean it's not yeah. i was a kid i always thought you know improv was uh you either had it or you didn't right it was some i mean i do believe a lot of people are just either inherently yeah. funny or not mm -hmm. but improv is not necessarily funny no. improv is the ability to improvise react and create react creatively mm -hmm. to yep. stories uh, good or bad or whatever and keep going but it's techniques and there's tricks and it's tips a muscle and muscles that you yeah. have to flex yeah. and, and i just remember some of that i remember at second city they had them just throwing you right up on stage in the mm -hmm. classes in front of a group of 30 people and now you're doing this go 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 before yeah. teaching anything and you know everybody's up there trying to be funny and crack jokes and doing everything wrong you know yeah. i remember one of the first ones that i was up there we were standing up there with there was two other guys we we're window washers and as we're cleaning the window this was what we were given we were <laughs> seeing through the window uh one of our friends wives screwing around with another guy on a desk and the two guys I'm with were like frat boy assholes who are like, oh yeah, look at that. You Did know? you see <laughs> her over there? Yeah, man, that's hot. And I'm 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 doing all the things you're not supposed to do. I'm like, no. I'm basically, you know, like you're never supposed to, to say no. I'm like, no. I'm no. But you're shutting down the conversation instead yeah. of le leading. It yeah, I was doing it all wrong, you know. Um, but uh, I just did that. I couldn't figure out a way to how to be that kind of frat boy <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. right there with that yeah and so uh yeah when you get down and they start teaching all those yeah don't say no's and and i don't remember any other any other techniques well it's, but. it's very much you're you're pitching to another person all the time mm -hmm. you know your yeah your stuff is always pitching to the next line and they should be pitching back to you so it really should be responding to that person and not just this empty stage it should be this back and forth yeah. even if you're pitching to the crowd they should be pitching back mm -hmm. i don't know mm -hmm. ideas mm -hmm. to that but I, I love improv and I use it daily and I'm in construction. Yeah. Like just like you said, to be able to read the room and the people who are in it and to know people's intentions and respond and having that that confidence that you talked about. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's invaluable. I mean, mm -hmm. that's why people, any people, if they have an opportunity to take a class like that and have an openness to it, it will not hurt your life oh, just to have those talents. I uh, Two years I did it, it is probably the most valuable thing I learned through. Mm -hmm. I went to theater school. Dang. So I have nothing wrong with theater people, but I did not get a set of tangible skills out of there outside of just interacting with people and just assessing situations and understanding the, the types of personalities around you and how to go to the flow of that. Mm -hmm. So I went into video stuff because I love that. But up here and how I interact with people on a daily basis and even this little program we're doing and when I'm interviewing guests, when I'm videotaping them and whatnot, 
it all goes back to improv, trying to make people comfortable, trying to get them to be part of the, you know, and eye contact, the scene, and listening. eye contact, the listening, and yeah. all that. And so it has been absolutely invaluable, especially what I do. Yeah, the listening is huge. Joe keeps reminding right now. Joe is my instructor, mm-hmm. so um, he keeps reminding us like, listen so well that you know exactly what they intended, and mm. that I mean. We all think we listen in meetings, but you know some people aren't listening. Mm, you can that's tell. True. I wasn't listening down. to you when you first walked in. I know. Yeah. I, I, mean, I really, could see it. You really yeah. could. I, I stare right through your head <laughs> while I'm looking at it. You really just showed up, according yeah. to Steve, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. right now. Yeah. Yes. No, but it's a very important point. And, yeah, what I find interesting about improv is you, uh, I like to talk, you know, and I yammer on. Get out of here. And so listening what you're supposed to do becomes harder for me because I want to jump in and say something even, you know, I had, I had a big problem trying to plan the next thing I was going to say mm-hmm. while not listening to the person who's talking yeah. at the same and time. And then you miss your opportunity. And then, like, I, I'm, if it's a one-sided conversation, mm-hmm. it's not a back and forth and the back and forth is the best. I love mm-hmm. that. That. So what's your big takeaway though from improv? Are you going to continue to do it? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I think they have. So they have offer four terms of improv. I'm going to go through those, and then they do sketch writing. Oh, I think that's, oh my that's fun. That would be God. That'd be terrifying. There have been a few times in, in video land where we've had to write something, and I think I can do it. I, I had to I'm do it here and there. I'm surprised you would say that. It's terrifying. It, oh, it terrifies your, me. Yeah. Really? Yeah, your background. Yeah. It just. It just. I've always had. It has anything to do with any creative endeavor I want to get part of, or be part of. I want to do it so right. I don't want anything left to chance or do anything wrong mm-hmm. that I do not trust myself to dive into half the things I should because oh, yeah. I'm afraid that I'm going to screw it up somewhere. Because mm-hmm. I'm one of the first people in the mm-hmm. world to look at other creative endeavors and go, mm, that's not right. That's wrong. You know, it might be. So you could write for yourself, but you couldn't write for other people is what you're trying to say? I, no, I actually I'd probably try that other way, the other other way, way around. around. Oh. I just, there's unfinished things I want to film. There are narrative stories that I want to go out and shoot that I just haven't over the years because mm-hmm. I just, because I'm the first guy to look at some somebody else and go, yeah, it looks fine, but the actors weren't really good or the lighting oh, was yeah, terrible on that want... or whatever. And I don't want to be the guy who, who talks and then you know, shoots himself in the head when he's trying to, yeah. you know, do his own thing. So, so the end goal is like Saturday Night Live for you, Laura? Mm. No, I think or it's I, just... I'll just call you Traxler. Traxy? Trax. People call me that all the time. Traxy? Okay. It's funny. Traxy. Traxy. <laughs> I like that as a female version. My husband gets called Traxler. So Traxy. Traxy? It feels like a... Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll play with that. We'll play with that a little bit. I don't know. But a little it's street, it street walkery. Trixie and Traxy. You know, the other thing that Joe uh, <laughs> has been telling us lately, like, think of something, and I, like, keep all these notes. During, that's the fun thing about improv. Like, that's been my, you asked about the number, like, my best takeaway mm-hmm. is um, just going through my day, finding more humor throughout the day. I mean, I think I've, I'm such a comedy nerd that that's always been my thing. But right. I like, like, even today... I won't say what I wrote down because it'd be very obvious to you. <laughs> At the breakfast this morning, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I was making notes of like that's a funny character. This person that I'm talking to is a funny character. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and now and now you have a I, template like, it, in your head yeah. of that funny character. And I like wrote it down to my I like oh. do that in improv because that's a funny character. Interesting. And then you take that and you can write a sketch out of it. God, I've never. That's, that's interesting. I've never actually thought of people because I I do a lot of the same stuff. I mean, I love to laugh. I love uncontrollable giggle, you know, makes me cry. These guys all know that if I something catches me the right way, it could be the dumbest thing in the world, and I will be crying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. laughing so hard, it's something so stupid. I've had him laugh, <laughs> like, through three holes of golf. 
Like all oh, three yeah. holes. <laughs> that's, and see, it's that's just my something stupid. That's, but it's pure. Adults, it's raw. It's yeah. so in there. And so I'm always looking and watching people do, you know, things. And um, I never thought of looking at other people I know as characters, though. I do it from television shows or movies yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. and can think of that that way. But I have a friend of mine who we do watch. We do a lot more people watching than I than I do without this person. So we specifically enjoy people watching together and we'll make comments. Um, and she will point out to being people like at galas or events and be like, we need to watch that person for the rest of the night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. is going to be gold. You can just tell. Yes. You can just tell. Yes. I'm bet- <laughs> <laughs> Sitting this morning. Uh, we were at the DMV this morning. How's that I for Valentine's Day? Oh, I love that. Uh, and I, I can meet an asshole. So I was just, we were sitting in the way back. We had to wait like two hours. And this person walked in. I leaned over to my girlfriend. I went, look at this effing guy. <laughs> there was just something so wholly unique about the people watching there. Yeah. And I was just snorting in the corner. And they weren't doing anything. They were. I'm sure they're a lovely person, whatever. But the, the everything about what they were exuding in the DMV was as comical as anything your own head you could see, probably put together. You, you got to write skunk. Even, no, like, <laughs> even just for so yourself. Funny. That's hilarious. <clears throat> and also lines that... Um, like say something that you would have to react. Like we start seeing sometimes with like something like so wild mm-hmm. that then now I'm making you react to it, and that's how we start the scene. Right. Could give like, me an example. Uh, urinating on oh, Mars? Geez. Huh? Urinating on Mars? What? Yeah. Like it's go really, urinating go. on Mars. Go. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Like oh, I urinated on Mars. And, you, and then now you gotta go. I would say. You and then you like, respond it, to that. Isn't there a different gravity there? I mean, would it go up? Would <laughs> yeah, it go down? Yeah. Would it just go straight forever and ever and ever? Probably would freeze and cause more problems. Would you freeze before? <laughs> I was I mean, gonna say as soon as you unzip. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Just, well, I've actually thought of doing that again. I've I've been urged by should. people like and and watching you actually. I've been. Yeah, you know what? She's got the guts to get up there and do that. I I loved it. I used to do theater. Why not try something different in your adult life? I so would I'm go very, see that. very much considering doing that again. And the other thing I like about I don't mean this to be a whole advertisement for Yeah, I was gonna say project. Joe Anderson, it's we'd getting, like some some it's getting, uh, it's advertising. Getting wild. Yeah. Okay, we need to call the it comedy down. project yeah. Leonard. Leonard Street. This is Grand not sponsored. Yeah, this is not sponsored. <laughs> so the last thing I'll say, the thing I like about it being on Sundays is a lot of people like end up wasting their Sunday because they get in the Sunday scaries thing. Like, you know, Wait a you've minute. heard that term? I, no I literally you. saw that this morning on Facebook when it popped up some dumb shit thing it knows I would never read and it said Sunday scary. I don't know, it was in the news or something. What is a Sunday scary? You know, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> What's a Sunday scary? I'm sorry you've never heard that either. term. I thought it was a normal thing. This no. is where I'm going to probably oh, be judgmental. Yeah, you're being judgy. You've <laughs> yeah. already turned on the, like... My eyes lit um, up. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, on Sunday when you start dreading Monday, it's probably because you're a business owner that you don't have Sunday scary. We scare every yeah. day. I, I was, yeah. was going to yeah, say, that's every day. entrepreneurs <laughs> looking at me like, what? So, okay, your employees yeah. yes. on Sundays, they start to dread their day, mm. um, the, their Monday. Monday. And yeah. for me, and start like making a list of all... For me, I start making a list of the mm-hmm. things I have to do, people I have to get back to, and start even digging into some of that stuff mm-hmm. and there's anxiety around that whatever mm-hmm. i don't have that anymore because oh, awesome. midday on sunday i go do some improv and i'm laughing and i'm having a good time and then i get keeping your mind away from that's yeah. that's pretty cool no i yeah. think that's I, I won't be judgy on that i think there's yeah. lots of ways to just undo a lot of the stuff that has surfaced in the world today about yeah. mental 
health i know it's a huge issue out there mm-hmm. i was always reared in the you know probably you were too put your helmet on and deal with it kind of thing pull you but pull up by the bootstraps just that's deal a with different it. Yeah. thing i mean i just mean like just you know dive into it and go and i've mm-hmm. gone through a good chunk of life oh, like that I but it's also saying. not been you know i'm also older now and trying different things hearing from different people and and but I still do carry a lot of like, well, sometimes it's just easy to just go outside. You know, you don't yeah. feel good right now. Just go outside. Don't take a pill. Don't do this. Just go outside. Right, you know? right. Yeah. <laughs> For five minutes. Take your, it's just take your mind off. And how do you take your mind off? I do anything except sit here and think about it kind right. of thing. So yeah. I, I think there's a lot of value in that. And I, I love, I was actually reading this. Um, they're, they're trying to do this with kids. And I hope, I wish they'd do this. And they probably will one day with comedy stuff or improv is try to get kids out of their shells through classes like this yeah i'm sure they are but they were even i just read something about like dungeons and dragons even incorporating that into role playing role playing into younger kids to get them out of their shell you know shells and out there and i think that's fantastic do it i think it's absolutely great yeah so uh i read on your linkedin oh god that you could describe yourself as energetic enthusiastic and you pride yourself on your can-do attitude (laughs) Do you really have a can-do attitude, and who wrote that for you? Dang it. When does that turn on? <laughs> why didn't I add it? Why didn't you tell me? Oh, why didn't I add that? What, as soon as I saw that paper on the yeah. table, Brad had in front of him, I'm like, this can-do I attitude. Well, I, I had my own. I went on there, too. That's Our immediately going to be updated. No, Our but I do still have the can-do update. That sounds like something a hairdresser might have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. not, a, not a business Laura woman. will definitely edit this. Yeah. In the future. yeah. <laughs> she can... uh, yeah. Uh, no, but I do still think I have a can-do attitude, yeah. and I do still use the term can-do do you? attitude. Yeah. When somebody says, can you get me those bag of pencils oh, no for can- my business? No can-do. No. Oh, <laughs> no can-do. I think you're Sorry. using yes. that wrong. Can-do. Yes, can-do. Can right. It also says you have a, you're have you passionate about working with a team towards larger organized objectives. I hate that word, passion, and I'll tell you why. Let's hear it. Because everybody has passion um, about, for something. And mm-hmm. I have a passion for fruit, and I have a passion for movies. That was, that was funny. And uh, I don't... For fruit. Passion for fruit. Let's, oh, passion See. fruit. See? I didn't even together. think of that, actually. Anyways, I I no, I, the word just to me is so used in like everything. Yeah. Well, no kidding, everybody has passion. I know you do. You I looked know at you that and you said, shut up, Laura. I didn't, this is too much. Well, I would say that. It's also annoying that in the beginning of this podcast, I told you I was energetic, and that's why I run so much. Oh, <laughs> oh man, well, it's that's in, so in, stupid. In, in my world, I and I'm going to get already. in trouble. There's three things I've already decided I hate myself over. This is, Just kidding. This is a very successful podcast this is already. Successful. In, in, in my world, um, and I'll get probably in trouble with some of my friends. Uh, oh. We we listen, and then we tell your story. That's what we do in video. We listen to you first. Oh, everybody says that. And then we tell your story. Mm. That's the definition of what the job is supposed to be. By telling somebody that in the pitch, you're really just wasting time. So I always laugh at that. So I have a question. What are you not passionate about? Mm. Oh, what what gets your goat? What are you ill-passionate? Is this turning your crank? No, no, I just want to know what... Because I haven't prepared for that yet. Uh, It'll be improv. Just know it'll be improv. No, what what are you... What what is something you're just so blase about? I really hate the fish. Whatever. Um, I think anything... I'm a very big people person. So, like, anything that's, like, too tedious and, like, Mm -hmm. detail or... I mean, I'm not... Saying I'm not detail oriented. Mm. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Think... You work at the chamber. That was in LinkedIn. Yeah. 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 But when you start like talking about getting into like 
deep into processes and stuff. When my people eyes get roll into, back. Oh, people get into like, the weeds and they're like yeah. trying to oh, figure yeah. out the little stuff. And you're a bigger picture kind of a person yeah. here. That's what I don't like. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is that what you're looking for? Yeah. That's that, a boring that works. answer. No, what that works. Um, but you were talking about your crank. So let's move right over to there. Oh. So if you... We haven't asked anybody this in a little while. No, so I'm excited. So if, if it was a Saturday night and you were... Uh, your husband left you alone because he had a, a vendor. Uh, what kind of music or movie would you be dancing around the house to, singing into a spatula? I don't know. Music. I do, yeah. Uh, Suddenly you're Meg Ryan in some nineties <laughs> movie. Now you've described it like I feel like I need to say something real poppy. I go right back into nineties yeah. movies with a yeah. No, I mean I, I uh incorrectly assume everybody dances the around for the music. I do dance around in my kitchen when I'm making food listening to the old uh, Alexa. So. What do you dance to and don't lie? Because everybody's got something embarrassing. I still like the Spice Girls and Mbop. This is I'm not I mean I should be embarrassed, but I'm gonna say things that who cares, right? Who cares? Let so, it out. I, my husband will tell you, I listen to hip-hop or, or like rap music, and I actually practice my twerking when I'm cleaning. <laughs> uh, I'm not good at it. When you're cleaning? When I'm cleaning, okay. he'll catch me. Now, twerking is the gyrating of one's backside, right? Yes, I'm yes. not good at it. So but good. I think if you practice, yes. you'll get there. You'll get- <laughs> and it's become such a joke between us that now... Does, it's does, become a every Saturday thing. You're twerking every Saturday. I'm trying. You're trying. I, it's a practice. It's okay. a learned it's a, skill. It's a muscle memory thing. Is this going to come out of improv at some point? That's that's really the hope. That's, that's the, the goal. It's, it's you got to find that right yeah. character. When you, I really hope to use it on stage. When you twerk, are you are you um, honest enough with yourself, which where you actually stick your tongue out also, Ooh. like like the origination? Maybe that's of, why what's I'm her not name? getting it. Like, Who's the woman who started the twerk? What's her? Ky, uh, Miley Kyra. Miley, Miley Oh, Cyrus. Miley. Yeah. Right? I think she's I guess oh. she did kind of start it, And she had she? that tongue out thing with it's that so guy funny. on stage for the whole f- thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it started as a joke, and now, because it's either that or grunge mu- music. Grunge? I'm a big Nirvana, okay. oh, Pumpkins. 90s, yeah, know? nice. But, uh... It's become a joke between me and my husband that I... How does he respond to the twerking? He laughs at me. He just laughs. And then one time I felt a sneeze coming. All my friends know this. And so that's why I have to share it with you guys because I know it's hilarious. I felt a sneeze and I was like, oh, this is going to help my twerk. (laughs) And... I'm nervous. Twerk position. And he's like, Laura, that's the best twerk you've ever... That's the only twerk you've ever done in your life. Oh, you froze for the sneeze or something? The sneeze helped in Russia. You got like tertiary (laughs) momentum? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that is the only twerk I've ever had in my life. The only authentic twerk. It scared me. I laughed. Well, as all it should, things, you know... I felt it and I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my God! Okay, well, that was a twerk. By gosh darn it! I said, "Golly, golly, golly, (laughs) golly!" You know, with my can-do attitude, that I'm not going to let this bring me down. No, I don't think it should. I think I think it should. uh, You should. I think that'll help your career at the chamber. Just Mm -hmm. knowing that you're working on that all the time. Yeah, yeah, I did too. The twerk. I'm pretty sure all my colleagues have heard about it because I talk about it quite frequently. About. (laughs) Well, let's move on. I've grown bored. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We do a stupid thing here. We do. Where we try to find out if you are, in fact, a dateable person. I don't know if you've heard this on one of ours before. Now, we know you're married. 
But yes, this is for all our Valentine's Day listeners two weeks from now or next week. It's already past Valentine's Day. Would you mind uh, indulging us with that a little bit? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. Every time this makes me laugh. Okay, are you dateable, Miss Traxler? Okay, ready? Traxy. Traxy. Just Traxy right now. Would you rather be married to Paris Hilton or Charlie Sheen? Now, as we all know, Paris Hilton sucks. Paris. And Charlie Sheen has lots of diseases and stuff. Winning. Yeah, yeah. Paris for sure. Okay. All right. right. I would too. Uh, Would you rather live forever or die in the next 20 minutes? What kind of a question is that? Live forever. Those are my two choices. Well, yeah, but maybe you you go out awesome in 20 minutes. Think think about how you live in the moment then. I feel like you give me a shitty first question every single time. (laughs) It's like a a fishing experience. I have to be honest. I don't really pay attention to the order that they come in. So (laughs) I'm not like, here, I'm going to give Brad this one. I think anyone that says the 20 minutes thing, you should immediately... Make sure they're okay. Well, we try not to ask anybody the same questions. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I passed. All right. <laughs> not yet. Hold on. Okay. Oh, gosh, no. I mean, yet. I that This question. is a big one. Okay. Would you oh, rather geez. be an ugly genius or a hot moron? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's, got, ugly. he's on the edge of this laugh yeah, that won't stop. Look at the tears are coming. Ugly genius, hot moron. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> hot moron, I guess. Okay. Hot moron. Right. There's some ignorance to that, so you'd just be good looking all the time. Yeah, but yeah, you're, you're exactly. An, you're an idiot. So. Yeah. Well, I know what that is. <laughs> Unfortunately, society is too, is better to. I know. Hot moron. That, that's why I wanted to ask that's you true. to see who of your friend groups you may betray with that answer. So. Yeah. Um, Everybody loves Laura. Don't don't get upset. Would you rather be? In the real version of Jurassic Park or The Walking Dead? Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. I think that would be more fun. Yeah, I want to meet a... You want to meet a... A Traxler. Trax? I want to meet a T-Rex. Wow. I thought you were going to go down the running thing. Like, running would help you a lot more with with dinosaurs. I'm not that fast. (laughs) I'm not that fast. But I can go I'm a slow runner. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, uh, Would you rather throw up in the middle of the dance floor or inside of an Uber on the way home? Uh, inside of Uber. Yeah. yeah I, dance floor, you'd have a lot That's more isolated. Yeah. yeah. But you you get, can apologize to that one You should have said, like, inside well, of the... you'd end up on YouTube <laughs> because of the camera in there or something. Oh, maybe. But then... They it, don't all have cameras. The Ubers? I don't know. That's true. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right. Next question is, would you rather have to abstain from alcohol or from caffeine for the rest of your life? Alcohol. Yeah. You'd rather give up alcohol? Yeah. Okay. I, I think I agree with you on that. No, you don't. You feel coffee's yeah. so good. It is. So but you're good. not as much fun. And hangovers Thanks. suck. Thanks for that. Honestly, uh, hangovers do suck. Yeah. yeah. I've had a caffeine hangover before. Maybe that means oh. I'm drinking too much. <laughs> Interesting. All right. That's true. Would you rather be well liked and wrong, or not liked and always right? Yeah. Wrong all the time. Wrong all the time. But, but very loved. loved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Shallow again. <laughs> Good Uh-oh. looks and oh, <laughs> just like little risk. Little risk. Oh, all right. Would you rather wake up to a new life or to new friends? So so wait. It's kind of the same question though. Kind of new life completely. It is kind of. It's a reset button. But or where? maybe I keep my life, but yeah. all new friends. Yeah. Mm. Um. New life completely, I guess, then. You restart the whole thing? I think because yeah. you get new friends automatically. Yeah. Not remain some of your, you know. Yeah. Sure. That's true. Would you rather be a broke stand-up comedian or a wealthy clown? 
broke stand-up comedian. You right. read, that's so, that's a passion we, you project. Think of, yeah. passion. Some integrity comes back. Passion. Yeah. Passion project. Passion. It's passion. I'm passionate about that. Are game. you? I am. Really? Really? Are you? With the I gotta update that. Thanks right. for the reminder. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, would you rather accidentally ruin your best friend's wedding or ruin your best friend's honeymoon? Oh, both of which have reverberations forever. Forever. Ooh. One's more... Um, One's more so, I, like in the public. The wedding yeah, is public. I think yeah. I'd rather ruin the wedding because if you're gonna ruin their honeymoon, you somehow went to to a, their honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, you went out of your way. Yeah, you're, you're right. Because that's a yeah, real, you wouldn't accidentally be there uh, without. That's yeah. a real asshole move. Like, did you go to Hawaii or wherever they were? And yeah. Yeah, I mean, screwing up a best friend's wedding is like tripping and dropping the ring or doing something like that. We're screwing up a honeymoon. I want to ruin it. Yeah, I don't know. That's I mean, like you have to punch missing the, a flight. Punch the bride in the face or something like yeah. that, or groom or whatever. To ruin the wedding. Yeah. You should have put bachelorette party or wedding or honeymoon. Like which one would you yeah. rather? Hot moron. Hot moron. Uh, well, that's that's it here. Brett has a question he always asks. I do, and the, Steve and is so done with this I'm question. Done with this question. It's a passion of mine. Oh, this question. I already know. Yeah. Um, Beatles or Elvis? Beatles. Really? All I was prepared for this one. Favorite this Beatles not... song. What do you got? Oh. You weren't prepared for that. Though, oh right? yeah. I just knew that. I you like could Beatles. lie. You could improv. I don't know anything. I'm not good with <gasps> song names. So that's your weakness? That is my that's weakness. I'm not right? passionate about memorizing song names. Oh my there goodness. you go, you found it. Uh, Details, I already said that. I understood. All right, let's let's do the tally. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, it's with some reservation this time. Uh, yeah, but you're dateable. She's dateable. Yeah, you, yeah, you suck. Yeah, yeah, they were, they with were... some reservation? Well, the first time I've ever heard you say with zombies. reservation. Zombies. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. So, Laura, you've been in Grand Rapids how long? Uh, about five years. Okay, so what do you think? She's from the Tri-Cities. I oh, no, Tri-Cities. she's from like Pinecone, Michigan or something. Yeah. Pinconing? Yeah. You've looked it <laughs> yes. up. No, I just... Pinecone? Facebook stalking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, really got to so, clean this up. <laughs> really good. In five years. Post in a different lens now. There you, there you go. Yeah. Nice. In five years of living here, what do you think Grand Rapids is still kind of missing? Mm. I mean, I imagine Pinecone is the mecca that it probably is. Yeah. And can't, you know, it's a, but it's a cultural let's center. assume... What do you what do you think it needs a lot of and and uh, we mean, do we do need more Starbucks and a brewery or two more maybe yeah maybe but, um, there's well, not enough and a, of those. before like a year ago we needed a, a comedy yeah. club but that, that really Boom. worked out for yeah Leonard or do we need what kind of new type of people do we need or what do we uh, yeah you know I don't know yeah um you know before Twenty Monroe I would have said I mean I I really like that we have. Uh, venues that can bring in all I'm a big music fan yeah. too so mm. venues that can bring in all sizes of bands oh it's, I think it's fantastic that's amazing that's done a lot for entertainment in Grand Rapids mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure about the bathrooms being upstairs but you know that is a design yeah. thing yeah. but I do like the venue. different uh, size venues like you said you, you could bring in all mm-hmm. different yeah, yeah. intersection 20 Monroe DeVos right? I still yeah. think we're missing a great R- outdoor facility for music um, um i mean akin Mar- to like what like what do you compare well, to? like I mean, like i mean dt is too big but something yeah, like something that like where that. it's a lot of grass but then you got a pavilion over cover you know and you could do some of that frederick meyer garden i don't like think frederick that's meyer garden bigger I, yeah bigger 
And maybe they're doing that right now. I know they're doing construction over there. I don't think they're there. touching them, whatever anymore. But, but I, I mean, I just feel like um, you, you couldn't get the, you know, the Van Andel size guys to come out to anything outdoors. And I'd love to see hmm. that. And I don't know. Maybe Michigan's not made for that, but. No, maybe not this It time. would be cool know. if we had like a, um, like a Chinatown. Oh, yeah, that'd be interesting. That would yeah, be. in Grand Rapids. You wonder if those are... I think those have to happen organically. Yeah, like or, organically, I yeah. wish that we had one. Well, we yeah. have organic neighborhoods like that you can, bounced around. We here, do, you know? we do. We kind just don't like have that. a big Asian, Asian population to pull that in. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of Granville and Division are definitely the Hispanic equivalent of such mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. restaurants and grocery stores. Polish over here. Polish is over here. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. That would be spectacular. We don't have... Yeah, something like that. I think we, like you said, we do have some good, authentic, uh, different cuisine. Yeah. But Chinatown would be nice. That would be really cool. Mm. That's a, that's you can't like necessarily thing. create that, like you said. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. But uh, that's cool. But as a whole, I think Grand Rapids plays pretty big for the size of the city. We have a lot of things that big cities have. Mm-hmm. I feel pretty lucky. Mm-hmm. No, it's turned. It's moving back here 15 years ago. It's been awesome to watch it. Mm-hmm. That's very blow true. up. That's a well put, Steve. What else, Laura? What do you and your beau do? What do we do? Well, it's so Valentine's night. So it's yeah. are you and your special guy? We're gonna go to Mezzo. Have oh. you been to Mezzo yet? I, no, I have. I so think, good. Where's that one? It's uh, uh, it's the old bookstore on Fulton. Oh, yes, I have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been, yep. I was going to say, I know the name. It's I pronounced Mezzo. Yeah. It's spelled Mexo if yeah. we're going to be very American about it. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's great. Cool. It's we, some of the best food I've had in my I, life. We won, really. I think I won at a golf outing in like a 10 oh, yeah, course meal. That. I did. At the and, and Grand Rapids Chamber. Yeah, I, I did. At was. the outing. Yes, I did. <laughs> and it was spectacular. And I'd never been there before. And the chef would bring out all these small little, almost tapas sized plates, but we had like 10 of them. And they brought out a tequila to match every one. Oh, wow. oh. We were messy at wow. the end of that. And then we went to a show at 20 Monroe. Oh. And uh, I don't remember. I'm sorry I missed that invite. Bad that, that It was like my brother-in-law and my sister. Calm down. Well, that's only three out of ten, but okay. It was good. That's cool. So you're going to go to uh, anything haven't... else? You're going to see a play or anything? Or uh, No, we're not going to see a play. But... but the cool thing about this is... <laughs> Um, now she feels bad. She's like that would have no, been a really good. That idea. would have been a nice idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to text angry text later, yeah. Mr. Traxler. Mr. Traxler, now I'm mad. I'm coming out of this. Uh, Where's the tickets, man? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but he does a cool thing, Oscar, um, Chef Oscar over there. Mm-hmm. He does these dinners all the time where it's a different theme, mm-hmm. so it's a cool thing. Is it like rent out the room or like a ten course they, meal so they kind have of thing? A, yeah, they have a private That's area room, downstairs. Right? Oh, yeah. cool, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they do different themed like dinners. And so tonight he's doing a Valentine's Day one where he's giving like champagne toast, you know, oh, cool. multiple okay. courses. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a special. It's not just like anything that you could get off the menu. So I'm excited about nice. that. Yeah. You going with friends or just the two? Just the two of us, yeah. Nice. What about you guys? Uh, tonight we are going out to dinner. I don't know where. Is it a surprise or you just haven't no, figured it out yet? No, we'll just, we'll just <laughs> probably, 
We'll probably end are up you sure? Because it is the night of the night, and yes. so like these places are all booked up. But. Yeah, well, I mean, we don't have a lot of. I mean, we're bringing the kids. I was gonna say, your kids are coming. We're gonna here. go. Uh, probably hit. You know, honestly, we we do a lot of Tokyo Grill. We really like it over there. Forty fourth and Breton. Tokyo was that hibachi or is that? No, just no, no. A... It's um, it it's a Japanese cuisine. So they have tempuras and you nice. know katsu and everything. Uh, I have rediscovered in my adultness mm-hmm. uh, the wonderful glory of the hibachi grill. I love going to those. So what do you order when you go hibachi? The same thing every time. Which just I need to know. Just the chicken and the rice. Whatever. They make everybody. They only just have chicken? Like, no, it's the chicken rice I know, thing, but, you, but... Choose the pro- you choose the protein, right? Yeah. You don't do the seafood there? You don't do the shrimp? I have before. There's nothing okay. wrong. I just use the chicken. Anyways, I love it. It's just great. They do the same game every time. And when they throw the shrimp in your face, you just laugh, laugh, laugh. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then they light butter on fire. They light the it's butter the and they do that little the train with a ding, ding, ding. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I have more fun than my kid. Uh, the volcano of onions. Yes. 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 Oh yes. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. How do you feel about the word synergies? Oh, we could go for hours on corporate yes. speak. I knew you. I knew you'd like. Let's that. shatter those glass ceilings. Get out of them silos. Synergize, energize, euthanize, and all that Circle bullshit. Back. Yeah. yeah. Circle back. Yeah. Circle back. Let's workshop that. Let's effort the problem. Let's offline. <laughs> we'll take that offline. Well, yeah. Okay. Ugh. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> Remanufactured our own language to make things sound more important in the business uh, world. Yeah. Every day you sit in a meeting and you hear one of those words. And you don't even have need to list. You'll know them when you hear them. You'll just kind of go, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, that's uh, I, like, I like effort the problem. You like I that? haven't heard that a lot. Yeah, that's a, that's an older one, but yeah. I like that one. We're efforting the problem right now. Laura, what did you come to me with the other day that was like your slicker fa- and shit? Slicker and shit. I hoped it would come up. It's kind of nasty, but <laughs> let's. Can you put that in context? Well, can you use that? In so, a like, yeah. if you were so, just the other day we got the ice storm. Yeah. And you might say to me, "Oh, yeah." Again, in third person, <laughs> Laura. You might say to me, "Laura." <laughs> <laughs> You might say, Laura, watch out for those stairs. It's slicker and shit. <laughs> Brad wouldn't say that. He's too polite. But uh, no, you no, no. might say that. I have yeah. said oh, that. Okay. So I asked Brad if he uses this word, and he said, yeah, I do. But it's more in the sense of like... Saying a person is slicker than Yeah, shit. I was going to say like, that's more like the sales guy is slicker and shit. Man, this podcast is so slicker and shit how they're <laughs> doing it over there. That's right. Slicker and shit. Tell everybody that, please. That the podcast is slicker and shit. Yeah, I mean, because... I think that's the title of the podcast, by the way. Slicker and shit. I like that. Moving on, Laura. We like to uh, engage our guests in a little bit of controversy sometimes because we feel it's uh, it's a positive, healthy thing to do, everybody, to kind of speak uh, on some issues. So if you're willing... We'd love you to pick Let's a name it. out of this little hat, a number on this hat, and then we're going to just talk about something controversial, kind of. I can't of, wait. We're going to get Whatever it is. It always feels like a shot from, like, Monty Python, like, oh, I know. It's like we've a, come it's a to the top of the castle. Number eight. Number eight. So controversial or not controversial? Number eight is the drinking age. There's been talk about lowering the drinking age in America to 18, much like they do over in Europe, while they have upped the smoking age to 21. 21. Which is an interesting switch here, one way or the other. And not not the driver's license at all. I thought that would have gone up. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So with today's society today, with all the plagues of drugs, opioids, alcohol, and nicotine, uh, do you think America's ready to lower the drinking age to 18? That's it. Hmm. And, and before you answer, while you're thinking, 
Is there an age for marijuana that's the same as alcohol? Yeah. I don't know. I think there? Merit was. I think it's twenty-one. I I could be wrong. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I, I so. Just, I don't. I think partake. it's twenty-one. Yeah. Okay. Right. I think it. Yeah. I'm gonna go on a limb and say you're not a huge imbiber of. No, I no, I definitely. Satan's cough syrup. I I think it's um. Yeah, I think it. I would give it up just because it does ruin your day your next day if you drink too much <laughs> mm, like, yeah sure sure like i would give that yeah i'd give up that feeling even though i do drink and i enjoy the happy hours well i would I'm toss this out i would she toss got this really out. defensive like no i'm fine i like I'm happy fun. hours i'm fun guys i'm fun. yeah uh, I'd love to see the chamber where you're like no i'm fine i'm fine no, the chamber said <laughs> i had to be on. fine with that i'm yeah. fine i'm fine no i oh man well because here here's the thing you're 18 most people... You can die for your country. You can die for your country. And most people have access anyway. Yep. Yep. So the thing is, is, is it going to make uh, people be more conservative because they have access? Yeah. That makes me want to say lower it. Sure, sure. Because when they get it, maybe they're not binge drinking so much. Yeah. Because they have somebody to buy it or there's IDs. Parents yeah. are buying yep. it even. It's a little more age. controlled at that point in time. Yeah. I know I drank less when I became 21 yeah. than when I was 18 Oh, to I was vice versa. Really? But that might be why I am now the way, because I do enjoy it. People know I love my rum, but I did not drink in high school, really. Remember that? I was very good in all that. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't? It's like, it's like a different person I'm talking to. It's the truth. I really didn't do that in high school. I didn't care for it. There was no mystery, and I didn't care for it, so I didn't do it. Now, as an adult, backlash might have been that I do enjoy it now. But um, I should have got it out when you were 18. But uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I should have got it out of this, isn't it? Yeah. But I think it's ingrained in you since birth in, in most European countries. It's it's a family thing. It's a cultural thing. It's a religious thing to some extent. When you grow up with it, like everything, when you take the mystery away from a child or a young person, mm-hmm. they tend not to do what they're told not to do. It's mm-hmm. like how I raised my daughter. Yeah. If I accidentally swore in front of her. I would turn around and say, don't do that. Daddy looks like an idiot. You know, it's a sign of a weak mind. And she would just roll her eyes. And to this day, you know, she's she makes fun of me if she hears me. Okay. Uh, that's not a great example. I'm trying to think of something else. But, but even people that grow up with uh, their parents drinking heavily mm-hmm. tend to use that as like their anti. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, there's a thousand. Yeah. Every uh, argument has a counter argument back and forth, back and forth. For but sure. it's a big cultural thing over there. And I would think a lot of it, it's lowered over there because it's ingrained in them from day one. I think America could do it. It would take a long time, though, to get get that burned in there because I it's not it, as culturally relevant over here. It's just more yeah. of a thing. But it, to your point, you take the mystery away, you know, sooner, teach about it on the way up. I think people will be inclined not to care. But I, I disagree completely. Yes, go ahead. Well, That's what you're supposed it. to do, bad cop. Well, no, I, <laughs> I totally disagree. I think that, um, I honestly think that the, the new age of, of children growing up in, the, in, the, in America right now are actually less mature mm-hmm. at 18 than we were, mm-hmm. than I think even 18-year-olds... Absolutely. Of, of our parents' age. Absolutely. They were fighting in world wars when they were 18 or, years or, old. Or they, and they were working earlier. They were doing, man, you know. Well, they were dying things. earlier. The lifespan yes. was much more well, condensed. Well, that's true, too. So. But I, I just think the, mat- the mental maturity of an 18-year-old now uh, compared to what it was 30 years ago to 60 years ago mm-hmm. is just not not yeah. appropriate to lower a drinking age and, and hand that to yeah, okay. hand that to kids of, of a certain 
you know. Yeah, no, I, I can totally see that. I can, I can so, switch sides. I, that's that's my thoughts on it. I, in 1976, when we were, when I was born, they had a lower drinking age at age 18. They mm-hmm. tried it for like two or three years. And it really didn't do anything but enable a whole culture to yeah. get into it two or three years earlier. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there were kids in high school who could buy beer in yep. high school and just show up, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I've seen the movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. But separate from that's that. True. That's true. Some thoughts. people are 18 in senior yeah. year, so yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. 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 That's my thoughts. Well, I think we solved it. Awesome. Another one down. We definitely solved it. That's good. Yes. What are your thoughts on legalized? Oh, you had something, yeah. All, all. Some people like say a, like Amsterdam they just, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, Amsterdam thing. Just be legal. Uh, alcohol, drugs, everything. Like Prostitution, everything. everything. Yeah. Well, that's a whole different controversial subject, right oh, there. Oh, I man. think that's all part of vice. That's all the that's all the things that are temptations to people. It's you would say the same thing with alcohol as as like the you know make everything legal is if yeah well i mean the only thing that i would say that would be different for the amsterdam theory is mm-hmm. it would definitely take away from the black market and the crime that goes mm-hmm. behind all the drugs right sure so that's it's almost like healthcare for all now it's drugs for all you're you're making a one payer system it is now legal and you can anybody could sell heroin or anybody could sell you know and all these things like that. Yeah, it seems weird, but you're taking away from all the killing and all the death and all the drugs and all the all the gangs that are living on that mm-hmm. illegal stuff. Yeah, has there been? I don't know this. Has there been a long term study on happiness levels, health levels, STD levels, things like that over in Amsterdam over the last 40, 50 years or however long they've been that can start to quantify well, the some good of that thing is evidence. you're asking the right people i know we well i mean laura i mean from bo ricks i'm passionate and, about this. well that's what i would want to look at because it sounds great in theory and i know that most people out there would know out of second thought would be like hell yeah let's do this which well wait a minute let's look at that for i a do second. know and, that, i do know that there are uh, their recovery programs and their and their people who are there are less addicts in that country then that that's evidence oh, that's there a, so that's, that's a stat that i i've read that specifically i don't know the numbers but i know that because it is so in the open mm-hmm. that if there are problems, it is taken care of. It's then, not a hidden thing. It's not a, yeah. a societal thing where you don't have enough money. You know, there, it's 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 taken care of by the government. The mysteries yes. been removed. Yep. Right, wrong, it. or indifferent. Mm-hmm. That, that's how it's turned. Okay, out. So, interesting. Yeah. 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 Good. Good thing we got solved. That we'll we'll send some a, notes to Congress. Let them know. Yeah. Let them know. Yeah. So uh, Laura, as we're winding down, so we can get you off on your. Hot beautiful date. hot date uh, this evening. Is there anything you might want to ask or any final comments you have for either one of us? We've had a very lovely time talking to you. No, I didn't bring any questions. Jeez. What kind of Feel improviser oh my are God. you? What yeah, I was going to say, do some improv. Joe, I wonder how Jeez, the classes are Joe. working. Joe, tell Joe. Send him an email. No. No, it's been great, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. No. Um, and thanks for being one of our fans. I know you're always pro-ABS. Yeah. We, we love that. Yeah. We do appreciate I'm, that. We're we're getting growing. Listens up. We're growing. We're get, we're getting some traction, but it's nice to have mm-hmm. super fans. That's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> yeah. There you yeah. go. Well, we're yeah. happy we got to tell your story, Laura. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> tracks there. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you. Commentary you didn't ask for, and a podcast you don't need. Absolute BS with Brad and Steve. That was absolute SB. 